love it. This is the culture and camaraderie podcast, the most thought provoking, introspective, industrious creative discussion with my guy Tiverius. Wagwag. I am NY Typical. We're coming to you live yep. from my humble beginnings. Yep. Shout out my old job. What's good? Blessings, peace, salutations, and croissants. Pause. Pause on croissants. Yeah. Getting a bit loosey-goosey with it. Well, that's kind of a pause still. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, oh, yeah. Some cool, cool things to talk about this week. Yeah, we do still. If I do say so myself. I'll be listening. I'll be listening to things. Mm-hmm. I think we should first of all go into some of the albums and shit you've heard. I know there's music you wanted to talk to me about. Um, and all that good shit. Music, yeah. Okay. Yeah, who's Emotional Oranges? Um, Emotional Oranges man. are this group, uh, duo, uh, type thing. They just sing R&B, soulful type R&B sounds. You should let me love you, but, you know, today, it's quite good. Like, I haven't actually listened to Jarquees, or Jarquees, however you uh, want to put yeah, it. No, King of R&B. Yeah. Is he king but, of R&B? Yeah. Is he? Is he the king of R&B? He can be um, wherever the heck he wants to be, to be honest with you. And, uh, well, he can call himself whatever he wants, but he can't be it. Like I can call myself the best, but that doesn't really mean anything until I actually do something deliberate. Touche. Um, but yeah, emotional order. So is it like uh, in the vein of? In the vein of. I'd, yeah, I need. I need sir, to. maybe. Okay. Sort of. A um, they're not as good as real sir. Real instrument aesthetics. Um, Is let me see if I can bust down the tune because I like the I like the intro song. <laughs> so yeah, let's just talk over it so we don't get flagged on YouTube. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Okay. I get what you mean. No. It's um, I don't know what I don't know what to call it to be honest with you, I just kind of fell upon it's, them. It's very got very funk. It like because even with like the um, yeah, do you want to turn it down a little bit? Yeah. Um, even with the uh, what's it called? Um, with their pictures that I saw. Yeah. They uh, it looks very seventies. Yeah, they done their listening party in a juice bar and everything. So it was like a... That's hilarious. Yeah, it's real um, placement. Where are they from? I don't even know, you know. I don't know all of these things. You didn't bother to find out? No. No, no okay. No. I kind of like it, though. I haven't, listened to, I haven't even listened to one of their interviews. I don't even know whether they do one. Very chill stop. I think it's like one white guy and one white girl. But that's like just me guessing of the sound of their voice on one image of their 
um, that doesn't sound white to me. But talking about oranges, look at them right there. Tell me if they're not. Okay. Um, Maybe you're right. Emotional. Then there's blood. That is orange. a weird name. Do you know? That's who I thought. I thought you was like that was like a weird name for blood orange. Oh, that's why I was like, what? You know about blood orange, fam? Yes. You're in that vibe. Uh, not really. Like I listened to him and I wasn't a fan really. But to be um, honest, I really like Ian Isaiah. Ian Isaiah. Yeah. The singer. Um. He was oh. a stylist for Hood by Air. Yeah, I see this guy pop around. Yeah, he's but like, he's like very, it, like a lot of the stuff I've seen from him is like sort of very lo-fi. Yeah, he's not really underground, like yeah. in that scene, like because that's that's my scene. I love that shit from. So he hasn't, he hasn't really. And this guy that I listen to newly. Yeah, we should probably keep. Um, Black Party. Black Party, no, he has some good tunes. What was it? He had a he had an album called Summer. Endless Summer. Endless Summer, something like that. Yeah, and uh, there's been more other tunes, mm. <laughs> but like obviously, let me actually shout out uh, Westside Gun and Davies. Even though I haven't heard Davies' album, but I listened to Westside Gun's album when I couldn't sleep. I was just listening to that, listening to um, Painted again by um, what you call it, that dude, Lucky Day. And that's just such a wavy. Uh, he's like flood, misunderstood, all of that is just it catches you from. You don't know flood or misunderstood, do you? I listened to it again. I don't know what it is. I just can't. No, I did hear this. Yeah, we need to be careful, bro. This soon. <laughs> Filling it with her. I like it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> to, it sounds to get flagged out here. Um, I don't know. You know, like will we get flagged? I don't who know. Knows? I actually don't, don't think know. those we will. algorithms, man. <laughs> These algorithms. Keep on the lookout. Um, the people that we just um played aren't signed. Like aren't signed to um. Well, they don't have the lawyers like that. Not saying that they won't flag us, but they don't have the lawyers. Still. That search. Particularly for that, emotional oranges aren't gonna do it. They need the placement, <laughs> and that's not as even much uh, as much as that's just understanding what a new artist. It's needs. so mad how you can get like two million like plays, seven million plays, and you just know that they don't really get that much from that at all. <laughs> just looking at that, like, that yeah, looks, that looks so impressive, don't it? Yeah, but like one billion streams is gold, isn't it? That's a bit nuts. That just sounds nuts. Like one billion mm. is only five hundred thousand copies sold. That's wild. That's wild. Like you're absolutely not giving me what I need. What other tunes have come out though? Um, um, there was a few. It's bare. There was a few. Well, we didn't talk about Jesus is King last week. Jesus, that we dropped. Didn't. That is. No, like, let me actually be serious. Because, and, like, um, you know, Earl Sweatshirt dropped Feet of Clay. But, being serious, I only, like, listening to Sir and um, Lucky Day is a new thing. Like, what, for you or? 
yeah like they they just caught me in a time and place where i could where like because people like us like um the reason why we catch on to people early is just because we're more receptive to new music Mm. and good new music so it doesn't really matter like like because that that's well i should say that's the only difference between us and people that don't listen to new music and just listen to the charts Mm -hmm. is that we just we're just more open to find it and like i was just caught in a mood yeah i listened to sir also listened to lucky day in the same way um snow allegra caught me on those feels that was a good album that's still a good um that's that's still like yeah like who else like just like there's just like but on a normal it's like I just listen to old school 70s music on like songs like because um emotional oranges did um whatchamacallit they just they well they were writing about um sex and one night stands and just random like random stuff that everybody talks about and i was just wasn't feeling it mm. like it, there wasn't any like extra extra depth in the like well with Fra- how frank ocean used to write songs not how he writes songs now it's different isn't it yeah i'm not really into the way frank is writing right now what the um the because he released some new tunes as well didn't he yeah Those i listened to all of them the skepta one is the best one out of all of them but mm. no fam but why, why was that the best one just for the, for the writing or just the production of yeah album? just for it as a whole and that was just off a rip of a dj set in his club oh really so that's not even the actual tune yeah i wondered why it sounded so weird but but the thing is the way that you know at the end where he kept like yeah yeah that's skipping i thought it was just a bit too excessive to be in an actual dj set oh so i thought it was like because it was just i thought that was like part of the uh production okay man to be and Jay Haas dropped a new tune. Yeah, I was going to speak about that. Like, um, ooh, you want to speak about it, Jay? Yeah, Go on then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love this tune. I don't even know what we're really doing right now. Yeah, I was about to say, bro. But this <laughs> tune <laughs> is absolutely manic. No, this is my favourite tune right now. Like, Jay Haas just says and is f- and he just fam (laughs) (laughs) that tune right there yeah good god that's like that's a banger that's an all matter banger i don't well i don't know what to call it like it's it's not like a club here but at the same time it's gonna be do you remember when you first we first you first found out about jayhouse do i remember well like I remember there was that clip circulating, or not a clip circulating, but it was before he had released his album, he'd released any singles, uh, and there was just this sort of, um, there was this, he was he was spitting bars from plotting. That's not when I first heard about that. No, no, that's not when you first heard that. I'm not saying when you, but oh. that's like, that was the question, but I'm thinking, I remember oh, when. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I do remember. There was that clip. 100% and I was looking I was like oh, okay damn Don't but that was before he had I'm just plotting I'm plotting um go wait I don't know if you're wondering 
you don't get girls from your block or something like that. I forgot the word. Still the way TV the word was. Yeah, but it was on it, his like, the IG. The production on it? that, the production was that was not yeah, anywhere for what I thought it was gonna be. Changed. I thought it was gonna be like a gritty, different but, but the thing levels. Is, the thing is, it makes sense because he doesn't make gritty tunes. Like yeah. he might speak about gritty stuff, but yeah, to, from time to time. But it's like he, it's always got like there's always sort of a about like a bop to his tunes it's weird yeah it's it's that he just has this blend that's just remarkable mm. like um basically um i forgot what year of uni it was it's probably fourth year um i was speaking to this white girl in the club and she told me do you know about jay hustle oh, i forgot what um <laughs> No, it, she didn't say JS, but um, she started reciting part of his um, part of his daily duppy, I think it was. Oh yeah. Where was, was this in uni? Yeah, this was in uni, fam. In uni. Like a couple of rappers, girls in like, I think that's the same thing that um was with Young Bane. And like um yeah, so I just went back to my dorm room, like I do, and then um, I introduced. Um, J Hus to the people of my Snapchat, and this was back when I was banging on Snapchat, so it was just a different vibe. And like I used to play, I used to, I used to play tunes, tunes on my Snapchat. If you don't know, like obviously no one that's listening to this knows, but I've been playing on content for a long time. So, like when I was making tunes. On a, not making tunes, sorry. When I was listening to tunes, being a tune curator and all of that stuff, that was back in the day, man. But yeah, that Daily Duppy and then... I do um, miss those times. The Mad About Bars. Wait, it's not Mad About Bars. It's the other one. What Mad Because he had two... Da- well, he has the Daily Duppy that was recent, but I really... Oh, wait. Back in the day. I yeah, like... And the... Yeah. He had bit like... um Oh, you're on... Imp- can't eat pum pum and try to draw my zoo no way <laughs> yo he's absolutely fine oh my god um and then obviously dave dropped a drill tune and uh like there's this um i don't know whether you know about this but there's this uh twitter page yeah that's like um has Dave dropped a draw tune and then for days of like what well, for months every single day was like no 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 all the way out until he dropped the draw tune fam <laughs> literally wait let me see if I can try and find it for you but yeah this page it was tracking when when Dave would actually drop his draw tune let me try and see it but yeah have you listened to that Dave song uh what, what's it called I don't even know, you know. See, I'm not like a like I, I don't really I don't really follow these guys. Too too heavy, but what? I'm no, I'm just inter- I'm like I'm interested in their careers and I like some of the music they make. But Dave in particular, I'm not like a big. I'm not. A, I'm not a big. Dave You're guy. guilty. Jay Huston, I like. Jay You're Huston. guilty by association. It's called paper cuts. I just like the way Jay Huston like goes about his. Were you under? Were you under? Were you under free J House wave? 
No, I wasn't like nah, no, not today. Oh wow, but, um, I was. That is just certain artists. Yo, mm. that's gonna be. Rough. What more than the music? <laughs> yes, that's gonna sound more annoying at least. But um. Yeah, wait. Have you haven't heard paper cuts? Then have you? No, I haven't. Oh, you actually need to hear that tune, but it's not. It's not really a drill tune. It's just a tune about badness. To be fair, mm. which isn't drill. Um, Santan Dave, and it's on his page. There you go. Oh, jokes. <laughs> but yeah, what other tunes have dropped on? Um, that's a name. There was, there was. Uh, have you heard Wiki of Wiki? No. Rapper Wiki. Wiki, like Wikipedia. Yeah, but his name. Like his Wiki, name Wiki, is Wiki, Wiki, Wiki. But he's like this uh, rapper from New York. He's got mad busted teeth, <laughs> but he's um he's just crazy sick. You have to hear it. Wait, I've heard it here somewhere. Wiki, that wasn't on the docket. Do you remember? No, I know. No, I'm just saying what else. We I haven't. Heard. We haven't even got. We, well, we haven't told people we got a docket yet, but it's okay. Well, so they don't need to know about our docket. <laughs> <laughs> this is all coming from the top of our domes, fam. Yeah. Yeah, no, Wiki, um, he's like this rapper, but he used to be part of this group. I can't remember what they were called. Um, move like Rat King. Have you heard of a group called Rat King? Yeah. There was a producer called Sporting Life. Good gracious me, yeah, you're saying no. a lot of stuff right now. Yeah, no, th- there's... That's like you telling me about um, Saba for the first time. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you haven't heard of Wiki. He's been around for a little while. He's made, he's made a tune with Skepta. All I know about um, New York sense. is Favio Foreigner mm. or Favio Foreign, um, Pop Smoke, um, Smoke G, um, Shy Glizzy, I believe, is from New York as well. But that yeah, whole no, draw. this guy is he? No, 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 no. He's like he's like on a wave of sort of like. Kind of, he, he's, he's, this is a great example, actually. Back he's to rap. New York. No, he's to New York what Slow Tight is to to London, if that makes sense. Nah. In a sense. Do you know that, what I mean? That don't make sense. Because Slow Tight is from, like, Northampton. Okay, well, to the UK, whatever you want to say. So, to England. To, yeah, to, to, he's the same sort of. Okay. Like it's that like he's even okay. The, but okay. but Wiki can rap. I Wait. don't I don't know the extent to slow ties rapping ability, like but I'm talking about like just aesthetically and just as an artist. Who do you actually like sort of to thing. listen to? Like at the moment, it's 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 all over the place. I don't I don't have I've got my favorite albums. I've got the albums that are close to my heart. Yeah, name them. But, um, well, I've I've spoke to you about like D'Angelo, how that's influenced me. Mm. How albums like Crooks and Lovers, like yeah, I was, two I was man can't be speaking about D'Angelo to be honest for too long. That's so. you, get, you get what I mean. So I'm like, uh, <laughs> I was talking. Oh crap! Goodness um, gracious, mate! Was, well, can you flag? <laughs> <laughs> it's it ice, get, man. It's free revenue. <laughs> um, it will get flagged. What we're we gonna say? Um, yeah, man. Like all the electronic stuff. I haven't got no. really got like it's it's hard because as of recent, 
it's just been hard trying to find like like I get over music a lot quicker than I did once once upon a time. You know what I mean? Like I'll still like it, but it's not like a. And it's interesting, to to man. But yeah, I don't know. Listen. It's got to be like been... quite sad. Or s- like we're not sad actually. Like because obviously with me with, with writing, like as soon as yeah. I get into something professionally, like everybody else becomes our competition, mm-hmm. and it's like. But in that same light, I see exactly what um i look at the way that people construct things and say okay so you're doing this here and that builds up this thing over here Mm. and okay you're leading us on like when i'm watching tv shows i'm like Mm. oh you're leading us this direction or like when i or if i look like um on the tv show legion particularly i look at it and i was like oh so this is what you're doing visually and you're giving us cues and making us feel a certain way at certain times Mm in the visuals and stuff and like you're playing with you're not really playing with the script or like playing with um acting or anything like that you're really playing with edits Mm -hmm. and visual effects and you're using more so that stuff to like either scare us or tell us a different type of story but yeah it's like because like there's like you literally need an on-screen narrator for legion but yeah, I would just, well, I, I wouldn't assume, but with music, it's like, well, not, not not even with music, but like you're a producer. So I imagine that you're literally listening to as much music as possible or listening, no, I, listening to the best part of a song so that you could possibly sample it or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that happens from time to time. I just think where... It's weird because when when I'm, it's hard because for me to listen, listening to music is a kind of thing where if I'm not, it's like, it was nice when, uh, what's it called, Snow Liquid's album came out and Sir's album came out because they had songs on there that I did, I played on repeat and I was like, I would listen to them and they, they were they were inspiring for their own reasons and and I was invested in those songs in particular but outside of that it's hard for me to go on on a search as much as I had just just because of everything that's going on at the moment in life and I'm and I still make music and I still well what's that what's that what's that what's going on so oh it's just life just life just working it's like nothing nothing out of the ordinary that not no I mean what's going on on the 20 oh oh yeah sorry i forgot to plug this from the jump 28th of november we got a we got a little shindig going on in the king's head members club and um yeah there's gonna be a whole host of bad men playing on the decks and performing some songs for y'all popping on the mic so um, a lot of talent: Tate Imogen, Lolash, Elzo, Kamikamo, Apollinaire, Anton Joseph. Loads and loads of peeps. So yeah, it's in collaboration with Four MF Vibes um, and Dami Damilari. <laughs> hey hey, Damilari also has a book coming to 
you yeah. or coming to stores or wherever you buy books. Yeah, Dam- you can rec- you can Dammy's gonna um, be request um, my book. Hosting hosting for us. He's gonna be the host for, for the evening. So please rock through. I have this anyway. That's a tangent. I wanted to I wanted to finish but talking about the music. So when I I'm listening to music well, oh sorry we but we we was on a conversation did you want to plug things okay no no no, no 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 i we wanted to it. just get into um the pharrell thing from what you're speaking about basically okay yeah well I, okay we can, we can, we can do that. oh well however you I, was, I didn't finish my thought but we can we can go straight no to the pharrell no no no, no, mind, no. i'm talking about after you finish your thought like just oh, okay, you know yeah, yeah. gradually get there no no yeah just with music i find it harder to sort of invest in music like before like when I when I was going through those days of curating and looking for me, I was so much more actively looking for new music. I feel the internet's become such a weird place because I feel like the way stuff like SoundCloud was killed off. Like SoundCloud, I remember at its peak, it was just the sickest place. Yeah, it, it was, was the, the mightiest weapon. weapon. You could sample anything you wanted, put it up there. It wasn't about the making of money. It was like you could just put make all these different songs people were using it and the most creative people were like putting out edits the talent the talent that was on there a lot like it's to the point where a lot of the people that were on there on there back in the day who were just making music and putting it out on the internet Fam. they're making some of the biggest songs right now I like i remember <sighs> before when selection was just coming around and they were so small now they've got we people on their roster it, it's just so it's wild fam. What? Because like you, like you got the soul election era, and then you got the SoundCloud rapper era, and then it's like you just think about and, wow, fam. And it's interesting because the whole the whole like freedom really breeds like it's true. Just an ability to create like no other, like just having that freedom that just 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 like I'm not gonna like no one's gonna try and like. Slit my throat because I'm making this song type mm. shit, and it's like it's real. It's <sighs> just people's music constantly getting taken down, and then no one really freedom. wants to use it. And people use it because it's a way for them to put their music up for free. But now there's so many sanctions on it. People don't really, you can't really sample things or make yeah. remixes or or edits. And It'd be much different if you're like a podcast, which is like what's popping on there right now. It's like pod. If you have a podcast, you pull it on there and stuff like that. But a hundred free minutes. That's like some great songs that you can make with those hundred minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's like... With a podcast, it's nothing. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's nothing. like an episode and a half. <laughs> um, Genuinely. But that's it. It's like, it's it's funny because... Uh, but I think it's more than just that because it wasn't necessarily the lack of freedom that could stop people posting this. I just feel like that there's many factors um, it's not that people have stopped putting out great music or interesting music or they have. pushing the envelope, but, but I think they it's have. lessened. It's become less and it's become more obscure and harder to find because of the way the soundscapes have kind of been. I don't think anyone's put out great music in the past like three years or something. Mm-hmm. Tell me a great song that came out in the past three years. A great song. So I'm not feeling like I'm mad. Ooh. It's hard. Yeah, it's really, really hard. I don't think I could say no great music has come out in the past three years. Because if I sat no. down and I thought and I looked through, I, I wouldn't be able to say it off dome. But that doesn't mean it's necessarily. I've not been true. looking. 
scouring the earth. Oh no, but that, that's, that's and you know how I scour. That's a debate for another time. That's I just think I think <laughs> that the, the way not, and, and, it doesn't and, exist, and that's kind of why I've not really been as. So wait, you're gonna disagree with me, but then agree with me? No, 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 no. I didn't say I wasn't disagree. With you. I didn't disagree with you because that's why sometimes you have got to listen to what I'm saying, bro. What? I didn't say. You to shoot me. I didn't say that um, shoot there me? isn't no. But uh, that that it's Tyler. That it I'm bleeding. Wait, man. I'm bleeding. You try right. to shoot me. No, listen, bro. <laughs> bro <you laughs> I'm not saying that there has been. because I, I just I'm just saying I can't think of it off dome, but I feel in my heart. That if I look through, I could, I could, I could pull something out of the bag. But it's hard. Like the fact that I have to think that hard speaks to the current state. It's of mad telling. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, regardless of whether there is a song or not that I could pick out the hat, the issue is that I still have to think that hard about it. You know what I mean? Even with the albums that have come out, I struggle to put any of the albums that have come out in the last couple of years with on on. The last album within the last like sort of three or four years that I, that is even on my top ten of the decade list probably Solange's yeah uh, uh, most recent album. yeah like not, when not you go most, to not most recent sorry, when you the go to the edge cranes in the sky and yeah, then you got a little song. bit before that you got um Frank Ocean Nights and then a little bit before that you got Good Kid yeah. Mad City and then a little bit before that you got Channel Orange and then a little bit before that you got My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. That's great music. That's a great little five-year run. After that, some mid. Not saying this bad music, cause like like I um like I preach now. Like there's a certain level where you don't like you can't make bad music. Like Kanye can't make extremely bad music. But it's like it's not the greatest sound. Poop that you've scoop, ever <laughs> delivered to somebody like it's not the greatest it's it doesn't it doesn't carry like if, and if music doesn't necessarily carry it's you're not doing the there, artist there thing. is also many factors you're not doing this no there's like the factor which is does it carry and i like i don't I, like i i would i want to stop doing this thing where like i get super educational about it because i do that to myself and like i overanalyze my own work and it's like a reckless thing to do. It's like, does it carry or not? And if it doesn't, then you should just be okay with that as a rational thought. And just be like, no, it doesn't. But, you know, you can do the most to expose it to people and like make sure they understand that it's good work. But you just know it doesn't carry, but it's good work for you. And that's perfectly fine. But if your work doesn't carry through like a decade, like My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy today... You could play that. Today, mm. in five years, will you be playing Jesus as King? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. It's yeah. on mid. But at the well, same well, time, it's not bad music. No, no, no. I get what you or mean. Or terrible music, I but should it's say. it's like, oh, man. I, f- I feel like there's so much to music. Actually, not Jesus is King. Yay. That there's a, Yay. There's got to be a heart. Like, for it to affect people, there's got to be a heart in it that that and that, that's what i said yeah like, it does like it with, carry with channel orange like oh, fam pyramids nuts, nuts out no like and the way he twisted pyramids like bro don't get me started 
we have the docket. <laughs> I don't want to do too much yeah, tangentially. Go, but, but, oh, there's something else I wanted to talk on just very briefly. Ikea, did you listen to the Ikea? Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. That's, uh, I, I just, that whole, the whole energy of that is just like, it's just sick. You know what? I was listening you to know what? Like, what? I was listening to it. I was listening to it. And I was thinking to myself, just on a plain management perspective, yeah. is this good placement? Is it good placement? Because, now, now let me let me tell you my breakdown. Mm-hmm. Because this is where I get into the, um, not fierce, philosophical, but just theoretical and like just great marketing type shit. It's like... um. It it plays in IKEA Island. That is that is the um, that is the market that it's um, made for, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was I was looking at that. I was like, is this good placement for D double? Like, what is Ireland as a grand capital, and does this resonate with the people there? In Ireland. Yeah. What is was it just specifically for Ireland? No, it was like the place said IKEA Island, and that's where it um that's this where it's situated. Cause I wait, where is IKEA? It's like in the Netherlands or something. It's wherever, based Bayland. in Sweden. Sweden, wherever. Yeah, one of them. A Swedish company. Yeah, and like um, the reason I said Berlin is because I know a guy from Berlin that was at the Virgil Abloh release, because I was I was looking at those two side by side like. Virgil Abloh, who's an architect, who's also a fashion designer. Shut up, me and my tangents. He's also a fashion designer. <laughs> um, it's like, okay, yeah, an architect making products, right? And then you got um, D-Double, who's a great, who's like just a grime, like, type of figurehead forefather or whatever you want to call it. not even just grand garage as well mm-hmm. so you got that type of person and it's like it's an amazing thing that yeah. he's got and it's he got an amazing bag i'm sure of it but what is the worth of that placement in comparison mm. to someone like virgil abloh i do you know what i think it's interesting i think in the in the time we're in and for for who he is and what because that's the funny thing is like you could look at it as like sort of a sellout thing right but i think he's got such a legacy already established and it was done in such a in such a way that you could you could look at it as has it cheapened uh, is it is it kind of cheapening what what he's brought to the table? But I don't know. I I think it. I don't. I don't think something like that can can hurt hurt D double. No, like from bit. where we come from, e- even it's from like, a legacy, even from a legacy, it's like it would never. Like D double is just the guy. Yeah. Full stop. You don't you don't play with his name mm. basically. So I I'm not even thinking about that. I'm just thinking and about and also I don't think many people could have done it the way he done it. No, 
like i think about it like um the battle rap um animal things that um, like skeptic couldn't done nothing like that even kano couldn't have done no done it in the same way got away with it i don't think any of those guys even gets couldn't do none of them could have done it really well apart from nasty and jammer yeah nasty could have mm, probably but it wouldn't right have been there. the same it wouldn't hit the same yeah because obviously d-double's got maybe, that sound maybe, yeah yeah and and the fact of how like the fact of how of of who he is sort of adds to it a little bit and the sort of unexpected nature of it yo too. if he got d- see look here's the thing here's and here's here's my last thing on it it's like if he got the in perpetuity bag yeah it's different i get what you mean but if he got the little one-off tip as a as a manager who understands what the advertising bag can bring i wouldn't advise on it like, I would advise on Virgil Abloh working with Ikea because that boosts his profile and well, yeah. it boosts but Ikea's he's, profile. He's going to be working on actual products that there is the sort of perpetuity back, isn't there? That's different from... Yeah, well, and that's the thing. It's well, like, wait, was he in an ad for Ikea? Who? Virgil Abloh. Was he no, he was no, he, he, make, he make products, tables, chairs, oh, like... That, yeah, that's different. All the new, uh, different. All the new things we're, um, we're talking about what does the 35 year old millennial household look like what does what what would our when we're 35 what would our house or apartment look like what would the millennial bachelor look like Mm. and all of these things and that is the type of questions that he's answering with his work that's completely different from what d-double is but that placement is heroic and then i started thinking about where would you place grime people and then the thing is because it's such embedded in the fabric of the culture Graham could be anywhere doing anything and it could make sense which is kind of like the the place that i ended up it's like you could do the english mcdonald's ad or you could do the dove ad or you could like there's a grime artist for each individual type of creative because really and truly like where you're gonna put them is in the creative of it so if you're trying to sell a product to not even just a younger market but just a more appropriate market all the people that were jumping up in raves in 2000 are old and have kids just like that couple in the video so it's like we're not old but like they're older they have money and they got kids so that doesn't mean that they don't know who D-Double is. Mm. And that's kind of like the point. It's like grime has come to this point now where it's like the UK. It's not mm. just... Uh, no, I feel it's like the sound of the UK. It's like, yeah. yeah, the sound of the UK. It's like people recognise it now truly as an original UK sound. Mm. But yeah, fam. Oh. That fashion thing is different mm. though. It is, it is. We'll just see how it plays because I still think it, it, it adds to him, but the problem is it's not like it was showing its face. It's not giving him any more, like, mm. it's not like a thing where it's like he's going it's into a whole new market mm. of people where it's going to, like, give him more. Who's who's where? Um, D double. It's not yeah. like it's yeah. giving him more awareness for who he is yeah. or anything like that. It's kind of just a nod to all the people that do already know and will be like, oh. Yeah. Like, it, it probably gives him more of a 
run up to another album or something like that. But even then, it's like that's not. I I get what you're saying. It's like fam, if his management it really do it correctly, yeah. it's like you can make him a household name, like just mm. on the edge and like just be a celebrity. Like he can be the local celebrity, like Ian Wright, if played right. Mm. But that's the thing. It's like, what are management doing with artists? Because you don't really see him. He's different. He's not really like an, a public eye kind of guy. No. That's the funny Just thing. chills. Just does the couple tunes and how stuff. How old is DJ Wood now, actually? <sighs> Gotta be getting older. Wait, I'm... So, I'm 20. So, that means these guys got abused. Probably like 35, 36. 39. 39. Up there. Man's up almost there. 40. Up there. Wait, so now I mean Skeptis 36. And, uh, wait, Skeptis. Jammer's 37. Kenner's only 34. Yeah, fam. Gets 35. P-Money's only 30. Yeah, actually, yeah. that makes sense. That makes yeah. hella sense. Chipmunk as well is 30. 40. Well, I know Chipmunk is like 28. Or Bizzle. But yeah. Mad. Yeah, crazy. all of that, all of that. But it all makes sense though. You Ooh. know what I mean? It's like that's that is almost that move. It's like you know, let me get the bag real quick. Yeah, fam. You know, that makes sense, man. But it's not. It's not like a oh, okay. Oh. They got it's the bag. It's like <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like fair play. But anyway, yeah, I think we should move into our chat about Pharrell. That conversation he had. Ooh, with the old, the old legend that is. The Rubenister. The Rubenister. Ricky Rubes. <laughs> the Rube. The Rubenister. Do you know what a Rube is? No, I don't think I do. Oh, no mind. You mean then. like Ruby? No, no, no. A Rube is like someone you can do over. I don't know. I don't know how else you can put it. But yeah. It depends on how you use words. These are old American words. Oh, yeah, someone that you can hustle or something hustle. like that. Oh, okay, someone who gets hustled. Yeah. The more you know. <laughs> I don't want stuff like that. It. Ever. Huh? But like You don't what? Uh-huh. You don't what? You said I don't I don't something myself like that. Don't tell me you just forgot what you said. You said I don't wire myself like that or something like that. Bam, you're gonna have to play that back, you know. Right. You have to play that back. You said back. I don't something myself like that, you know, because I said I don't think I'm ever gonna eat I was like I can't remember what I said. Anyway. Yeah, so this <laughs> chat. <laughs> but yeah. Pharrell. And then Mandir, fam. You see that conversation, yeah? Like, I remember we That conversation was boring. Yeah, and you said it's boring. And I feel you. And I have to it say... It wasn't the most engaging. Yeah, it wasn't... There shouldn't really be long-form content out there like that, for that, in that way. I see why there are professionals... They're professional conversation nullers. Lists. Conversationalists. So, and. Conversationalists. Uh, and uh, <laughs> professional small talkers. But here's the thing it's just two people with a mutual respect of each other's craft. Mm. Like, there's no saying that they should have compelling conversation because their stories in itself, whenever they decide to talk about themselves, is compelling. But you've got two introverts that really don't like to talk about themselves. Mm. So now you've got this weird predicament where it's like, um, these men are just sitting there kind of 
trying to bounce the ball back and then it's kind of like in the air Eiffel Tower type tip mm. but yeah like uh, there was gems in there like uh, I like the way that Pharrell was talking about um, how he was trying to discover going from one chord to the next and like no that was whatever. one of the most interesting things and actually it's such an interesting way to look at it it is because when like I don't know how much piano you've actually played or or any instruments at all, but no. it's 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 so interesting when especially when you're trying to like build a song or whatever. And because me, I like sort of the sort of discovery process of putting different chords together and kind of like trying to find the complexity that's cohesive with each chord that goes together. And then, like, having that as the foundation to build the bass and, and all the other melodies around and then the drums. Because a lot of the time I start with drums, but, like, when I make, like, over the past, like, year or two, like, I've been focusing more on just, like, the chords and trying to understand those more. And, and the process mm-hmm. of, like, figuring the chords that will be the foundation for a whole song is just, it's so interesting because it is, it's true. You're, like, trying to find a place that feels a certain way it has got that kind of thing it's like when you walk it's like when you hear notes in a song like the first like sort of melodies in a song whether that be the chords or the melodies that are the foundation for the chords you do you go it, you go to a place don't you you listen to a song for a certain vibe and it is kind of that feeling of when you walk into a certain room that gives you an essence it's so like if you go to an abandoned house or whatever, or you go into somewhere that's like really nice and clean, or you got go somewhere there's like books all over the place, or you go to a library, you get that different essence. Yeah, I don't know plan music like that. I'm so sorry. No, no, that's fair enough. But it's like there's there's a feeling that you think that you get when you hear a certain certain song, and when you go down to the core of it, what makes a song feel a certain way? It's the chords. Sometimes it's the rhythms and the textures, but I think largely it's it's the way the notes go f- the the notes of the chords go from one to the next and and each chord gives gives us gives that that melody context mm. because the chords are just melody melody stacked upon each other aren't they but it's 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 an interesting way to look at it yeah but but like, i just i, I like I, the way that Tyler the creator talks about chords more than i more than i like Karen Farrell talk about it really yeah because Why? He's just more relatable. Like when how does, he, how does he talk about chords? I like that. he just talks about them. He doesn't even talk about them in that type of analogous way. It's like just more of a understanding that you do this with the keys and this happens. Mm. Not so of like you taking someone to a place, but it's more so of a discovery. Mm. So, which is how he describes it. Like, he says he says chords are kind of like, a, yeah, like. So I, I that's, can't, that's I kind, I kind of understand that in a way. Mm. But if you look up in the sky and look at stars, you can't really see them. Mm. So if it, like this depends on how much you understand what a constellation is. But yeah, I understand him when when he like because really what he, the word he means no is he didn't say constellations cluster. take that away. Let me change that. That's not what he said. He didn't say chords are constellations. He says chords are coordinates. Okay, that makes more sense. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because I was yeah. like, yeah, in the wall. But no, that's what he said. 
yeah 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 and like i just like i just like do you know when like when uh like when tyler claire talks about progressions like the reason the reason why i care so much about stevie wonder and all of that stuff is not just because everybody rips his music but because um well actually it's a lot like that's a lot of it like me i like to go to the source a lot of the time mm-hmm. like whenever like whenever i realize that's like and then when i listen to um songs in the key of life and then i deep how many times this song has been used as a sample and it's like oh and now i've got like a playlist on spotify full of samples and it's like it's like this weird little space that it's just all sample worthy songs i should say so it's just it's like it just lives like just having a place where songs live and capturing a moment in that song and using it for your own song because when he starts talking about silk and rayon i understand kind of what he's saying but it is like in a better way or better terminology of fashion way of saying it is like um referencing which is really what it is it's like how you see someone's concept or where they were going with something and then you use it for your own concept it doesn't mean that you're copying what they're doing it just means that you saw the light in what they were doing i wanted to add it to your own thing mm-hmm. but there are some people that directly involve the sample or even the original song within it like um how Tory lanes is doing with t-pain's one and stuff like that and it's like yeah that makes sense because he's got t-pain part of it and all of that stuff but Tory lanes is still acquiring his own sound and like still flipping in a certain type of way but just like when you when you have like someone like Stevie Wonder, who's just the best. Like I, it's weird. It's like I just kind of have to say he's the best in a weird way because he made the music, he composed it for the most part, and it's Wait, being. Who's this? Who's this? Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder, yes. Yeah, and it carries. Mm. So Yeah, he made timeless music. And it's like it's it's just yeah, it's just a it's a beautiful thing, right? But then like when you start talk about the way that hip hop does it, it's like mm. you gotta kinda snatch from the past a little bit and give to the present. And I don't I don't know what that is. I don't know what actually that that understanding our mind has of an old song being presented to us again and us caring about that song because when you have a um a tune nowadays that's sample heavy you like it almost straight away mm. and i have no reason why i like it which is why like i told you before i'm so adverse to those type of tunes because it's like it's made for me to like it mm. and i don't know what is forcing me to like something like that mm. And yeah, I just like it's an interesting it's an interesting predicament that whole place of like referencing and like originality and what is originality and 
all of that stuff. Oh yeah, because he went he, like even when he goes into, and it's so funny how he they actually got away with, with, um, actually going through with a lawsuit when the notes wasn't the same, the chords like the actual chords like weren't the same, and it was just the vibe that he caught from it was so similar yeah i never knew that i thought he just remade something no. but like no. nothing was the same nothing was the same <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, <Jordan. laughs> head in the sky type shit but but see that's what's mad is like how they still got away with the lawsuit and it was a hefty it was like 15 mil it was something crazy yeah even more no that. that would scare me that would absolutely scare me the fact that someone's saying that I stole from them, but what I made looks enough is nothing like what they were making. But it depends. Oh, okay, take that scratch. That was five mil. Oh, but still, no. It's like it <laughs> changes what the notion of stealing music is. So it was like more than just five mil. And like you did, we we didn't see how much they actually got of the song. I don't know whether they got ninety percent. Did oh, like did they get? They, they, got, get, they get, get some of the song as well. Yeah, like usually they get ninety percent of the rights. Like um, that's what happened with Juice World's wow. tune. Like Juice oh. World had to give up ninety percent. Do you know what? But do you know what? It's to be fair because that song it was literally just the sample of the yeah. guitar. They took that and made the friggin' tune. Exactly. But that's a payday. Cause that 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 song was like a hit of hits. Yeah, but that it gave like Juice World the exposure. And the thing is, if he can, if he's an actual artist, yeah, he'll be able to do it again. And that's the test. Mm. It's like, that's why you not got got to not really get worried about that. Like for the reasons that you do. Obviously, it's well, hard. it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard because when you know you made a hit, it's not an easy thing to make a hit, and it's not really something that's in your hands. So it's like when you've been grinding for a certain amount of time to make something like that yeah you're going to it's not about not being annoyed about it or being set back because that's not like like you're gonna feel how you feel about it but um i guess the way to to fight against something like that happening is just to keep doing what you do best isn't it you see why like i'm not in music right now because i don't understand the state of music as it stands Mm. right now you don't understand it yeah like it doesn't music today doesn't make sense everything about it the way it's compensated even when like um you were talk about looking at the numbers on emotional oranges and stuff like that all of that just doesn't make sense mm. like you can have millions of streams basically platinum but because of what a stream counts as yeah. Like because, it's because of the way the music industry set up. Because you know, a stream isn't really a stream; it's exposure. Mm. Like a song isn't really a song; it's the exposure. Mm. Now, if somebody wants to be a musician, that's different. But once you get the exposure, you can pretty much do whatever you want because you got the capital or cachet from the public of your face being recognizable and mm. whatever you've done being recognizable. Because it's just hard to do that there's a small number of the population that mm. actually has recognizable things but that it's because of who's got who's got the, who's the book who's 
it doesn't make park sense. the ball is in. It's it, it's the same thing with how sort of it's different, but it's like with Facebook monopolizing all the social medias and like just singular entities monopolizing. Facebook isn't a mo- well. Facebook doesn't monopolize. Well, no, not yet, but. I think it's weird saying that because people choose to download Instagram and WhatsApp. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that one company owns all of those things is different. Mm. But the the fact that, like, because I believe it was last week's episode, we were talking about influence, innit? Mm. And, like, when you got so much influence, a lot of people get scared about the influence that you can have. And it's like, it's like, to be fair it's like everything that we've been speaking about so you got like soundcloud where it's like all the artists were making money from soundcloud but soundcloud wasn't making money they were losing money mm. bleeding it in fact that's funny though because when, that's pe- what I'm, I, that's when people were uploading to youtube youtube was competing heavily early and losing a lot and now it's like reversed so only youtube gets the money and like um the well, creators but even youtube are still in, uh, are also in that same yeah situation. they are but it's like they're also a search engine and they're also owned by google which is the biggest advertising platform in the world mm. so it's like excuse me when somebody has control of it like the way that they have control of it now because like there was a time when you googled something and it was like the list came up of the things that you needed to see and now it's the list of things they want you to see because of but the see, people but, that paid the most see, that's what i'm that, that's what i mean that but that's what i'm talking about because it's like when monopolizing probably isn't the right word but my point is when when someone is when there's just one person in broad control over the services that because yeah you've got a choice but the choice is either don't use it don't take a part in these things where you still have the chance to make op- you to use it to make opportunities because obviously it's not all bad like at the end of the day yeah you, it it's probably harder now to to create opportunities on these social media platforms or or whatever like than it was 5 years ago 5 to 10 years ago it's probably a lot harder but you're still able to do that it's either uh, pull out of that and don't have that opportunity at all or take part in it still get uh, effed over ev- every once in a while and 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 keep it moving but I think the same thing's happening with music it's like you got there's only a certain amount of people within music who are artists who are like signed artists or even even independent artists that are actually making money like money where they're making like big money like you're able to there's there's loads of artists as well that are living and they're like they've got it as jobs and they can make Fairly music decent. and they can like it's possible that like it's possible yeah it's harder but but that's that's the the funny thing yeah I'm, I'm gonna come to, i'm gonna come to that music. point i'm gonna come to that point because i think like that is if there's any game you're gonna play i actually think that is the most Mo- the more meaningful way to actually play, and that, that's Which not, one? that that's not uh, the the sort of as you were saying, like the uh, the middle class of music. Even though I don't necessarily look at it like that, 
it but it's the it's the the aim and the focus of your audience because yeah and it's not necessarily the middle class music there is a middle class music because that's that's what people that's the those are people who are comfortable with that situation they're able to make the music they want to make and they can just tour and they're not aiming to like sell out arenas or stadiums or whatever that's not necessarily what they're doing but but the funny thing is once you get a little bit of notoriety and you're making good music that speaks to a lot of people the funny thing about music is at any moment you could go from just having like that <laughs> living as a musician which is actually an incredible thing to be earning like 50k 60k like just on a on a mad one yeah as a musician making the music you want to make like to be honest if you're doing that you've got more than enough opportunity you're, you're you're already in the ballpark of possibly of possibly shooting off in in a mad direction yeah you might not necessarily be an ed sheeran or a chance of rapper or whatever but you mean tyler creator huh well tyler creator what do you mean tyler creator is like um actually wait no ed sheeran or drake in it those are the two that you'd compare it to or something no like ed sheeran and chance the rapper i was i was mean? just talking about like uh in terms of your notoriety like your your because well, well, look when you because remember when chance Apple was like he was he is independent but even with and Ed, Ed, well yeah exactly but my point is you go from being that of oh, rel- relative obscurity to you are permeated like you'll hear parents talking about that person yeah. you get what i mean yeah, yeah that yeah, level yeah, of, yeah yeah oh chance the rapper was on the radio yeah like oh yeah. i love a bit of chance the rapper but you don't, don't you just hear it and it's a song that's about you know what i mean like yeah that, yeah no, no when you no, go I'll from that it, level no, of like it. oh who's that even though you might be huge and you earn a load of money and and you're you're living as a music successful oh yeah yeah that's under the creator to, as well yeah yeah to yeah. go into yeah exactly yeah. Tyler creator that clap fog noise going Sheeran, on right now Ed yeah is an example of how that happened Ch- to him. Ed Sheeran's such a great example of that yeah Ch- Chance the Rapper is a great example but you know what I'm saying it's like yeah no I get you now you've I'm got the opportunity as and and because the reason why I was talking about Facebook monopolizing and Google and that is because the same things happened to YouTube essentially and it's actually kind of scary because remember how free youtube used to feel yeah it was it was exactly like how soundcloud is and it's the same sort of it's almost the same model as it is with with the sort of music industry i see as because you're kind of that like everyone who uses it the service is just seen as a commodity in a weird way there's not really that strong a relationship because because even though they're used as advertising boards, the most important people are actually the people who are who are giving paying for the advertisements. That's it. Like they're the most important people to the company. Yeah. And rightly in a logical way, rightly so, because that's how everyone's keeping the lights on. That's how everyone's keeping things moving. Yeah, if you want to still be able to upload to this platform for free and do all of this stuff for free like the advertiser are gonna to have run. to yeah but, but if the, you want to even get paid about your is, upload is when it gets down because you see how everyone's getting demonetized now and yeah okay here's here's my thing though um because i was literally thinking about this while you were talking like well not just right now but in the earlier part where, like i was thinking how much are you willing to do for free for a million people to know who you are, and I'm actually talking about know who you are, mm. like when a million you are, individual you people, your, your your brand, like just saying your name. 
knowing your name, knowing mm. having an affiliation with your name and liking that affiliation. Mm. Like how how like how much are you willing what, to so, do for free? So that million first. So your your point is to say that first million people is purely just the process of you to discover who you are. I'm no. I'm just asking. Like, how much are you willing to do for free? Like, if mm. like we're talking about demonetizing and of all of this. Of like, let's talk about Juice World now. It's like he made one tune, and hundreds of millions of people know him. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that he can sell out whole arenas. Mm. It just means that there's a plethora of people. Well, not even a plethora of people. There's just a widespread amount of people around the world that know him in different little type of pockets, right? And they congregate in one space called an, a show and they see him play or, mm. well, he doesn't play, sing or rap or whatever he does, mm. right? He's actually quite a good rapper, to be fair. He's a like yeah. Like yeah I've seen his right. freestyle. He's a, he's a, Doesn't make great music. Yeah. I don't know. Like single rapper, whatever. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. A Seriously, you know what I mean, fam? I'm not trying I'm to shoot shots at anybody because you know, like. But if I was his manager, I don't know what I'd do. What with that situation? Um. Yeah. Like I, w- I actually wouldn't know what to do. I wouldn't like. Do you just play festivals for a long time and then like? get yourself known all around the world you build relationships or do you actually start like you're new and you go to little shows like a thousand people venues even and you just work your way all the way around like the northwest the southeast um the bible belt and you go all the way through and then you do the university tour and then you come to england and then you go to europe do a couple of the festivals and you know that's your first year and a half of the thing and then you drop your first album like there's this whole track mm-hmm. that you can do as an artist right when like because a lot of people know you and how do you capture that money that's really it's really hard mm. it's really hard to capture that money mm. it's really hard to capture the people that are willing to pay for you yeah and well, it's got to be more than just them seeing your name on, on, in a particular place. And, like, see, so that's what I'm saying. It's like, how much is that million people worth to you? Like, okay, let's say you can't monetize your video and get um 1,500, which is what, like, a million views would be or something like that. Let's say um your video has like well i'm just saying a million people not views but people right a million people know you wherever they are how much is that worth Mm. because you could sell something to those million people for 30 pounds and that could be worth a lot to you if you can capture 10 percent of that Mm. but that all depends like how much are you wanting to give away for free to get that 30 pounds Mm. And that's a question that, like, you got to ask yourself nowadays on the platforms that we have. Because I haven't even got to my real point, which is, all, like, this isn't the internet. What what we're talking about, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, YouTube, Google, that's not the internet. Those are tools made um, for usage of certain things. The internet is us being able to 
be in one space or be connected to some type of server mm. but when you build um, a tool on top of that called a google like remember when you could barely who remembers that when google first came out and then um you could just kind of google stuff like you couldn't really google anything well like when um youtube first came out which is a better example and there wasn't really that many videos on youtube Mm-hmm. and you just had to and whatever you go whatever you youtube it was either not found or it was exactly what you were looking for yeah and like exactly what you were looking for not the fakes not the i'm trying to capture attention with this um video and stuff like that but exactly what you were looking for that's completely different to now where it's a hundred types of fakes think about how much information youtube has it has a ridiculous amount of information and it's like 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 more than just the because that's the interesting thing about youtube you've got everything that people have typed in looked for questions they've asked almost just as much as google but you've also got all the uploaded information that people have put on the internet with relation to um Sorry. with in relation to the things that they've created and images of the world and there's 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 ways that they could probably just stitch so much of it together to make a chronological account of just so much you know there's just such a ridiculous archive like visually when you actually deep it yeah and all the things that were happening at particular times in particular places with particular people it's not yeah like i'm really and truly stunned like there can be another um another youtuber who are the people that are willing to upload to that daily and what is the compensation uh, too, for that i think that? it's too much at this point i think it's, it's going to be a whole different it's going to just be a whole different platform the the same way at this point that we're at now i believe it's going to be a whole what i was going to say something where's you going but nah are you saving that for the bank? Yeah. <laughs> because I, like, I already know what the next five, six years is. I already know that. Like, I not to say that um, I'm some genius or anything, but this is something that I've been studying for a very long time, and it's been a ridiculously long time. And we've kind of spoke about it, but it's not, a po- like, like we've said before, it's like it's not a podcast conversation. Mm. There are just certain things that aren't just aren't for the podcast. But yeah, speaking about that, let's get back to the podcast. What is next uh, on the docket? <laughs> yeah, no, because that's industrious conversation yeah, right yeah. there. We was gonna, we was gonna, <laughs> we was gonna talk a bit about. Um, I feel like we're going back now almost though. Like we talk, well, I was gonna talk just a bit about Pharrell's catalog and just some of the things because we had a bit of a conversation because my my musical journey didn't Please. really make sense to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And let's, let's find a timestamp. Um, oh, wrong. Okay, yeah, yeah. kept it moving. <laughs> um, yeah, like because my musical journey didn't really make sense to no. you. No, no, because mainly because of Kanye West. Like, how does Kanye West not fit in? He does, he does. But but I I I I he was one of the first albums because there's two albums I I I remember specifically asking for in my youth. So when I was in year, when I was in. Uh, primary school I was like in year five 
I specifically asked for the Busted album. Yeah. I think I got that as well. Yeah, <laughs> 3000 things. Yeah, yeah I fam. specifically asked got my parents. Spice Girls, like, all of that. I was like, mum, I need this album. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's, and it's largely because, yeah, all your friends are, everyone in your class had it. So it's you're like, yeah, yeah, we can all kind of talk about it, blah, 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 blah. Um, uh, are you angry? Are you angry, bro? You upset? No. Look at it. Look I'm at that. Look at that wide. Bit. Look at that wide lens, fam. Can you see it right there? Yeah. Say, man. You inspired me, though. It's all fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> the time has come, though. Imagine, yeah. Look, I'm going on a tangent, but I just want to make this point. The one thing, yeah. Yeah. It got to the point saying that I had that phone for two years. It was a four year old phone. Before that, I had the iPhone 5. Yes. We kind of had the same phone, but it, yeah, yeah, it was a two. It was it, I had that for two years, but by the time I finished it, I only had it for two years. It was fresh when I got it. Had it for two years. Literally, it got to the point where when I was using it, I would charge it, leave for work, my house. By the time I got to London Bridge, and bear in mind that's a twenty, no, that's a thirty-minute journey, thirty-five-minute yeah. journey. Went from a hundred percent to forty. That's exactly. So by the what time I'm does. getting to work. It's about 20 percent That's normal use. I can't even leave my house. You know what I mean? Which is nice because now this has got a whole day of battery yes. on the new iOS. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, breathe a little bit. But anyway, no, musical journey. So the reason Kanye West, yeah, Busted was one of the first albums I got ever. Whoa. But Kanye West was the second. Between that, I was listened, I had listened to Pharrell. We had it just, that, that was one of the albums we just had in the house or whatever. Yeah. But, Kanye West late registration that is a moment that there was a whole like year or two where I was listening to that like that was that yeah. was a mo- like that was like la- that Do that was a key keystone that you are a champion hey, uh, you know what I mean like yes hey, I mama. did fam I love that you joking even the one with Adam Levine that's like a beautiful song um, or even drive slow, homie. You don't even know, homie. You need to pump the brakes and drive slow, homie. Yeah, I like, love a, I like all of those I mean? tunes are waves. Bro. It's so crazy though, but that's what I'm saying. That la- like, last decade was different. And and West. and Kanye was, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, I'm sure, I'm sure, um, like my beautiful Doctor Stiff fantasy. By the time it got to there, I just feel like the lens of wit for what I was looking for in music. Because look, music has always been a thing where it's either grabbed me or it hasn't. You know, it's 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 there's a mixture of like once I got past a certain age, I was actively looking for a specific sound, particular sound. Yeah. Like with the whole R&B thing and grime, those were just things where I was into because at the time that was what was about really. You know, it just like even though loads of not loads of people weren't necessarily listening to like where like because I, well, I grew up in bloody Belvedere era and stuff like that so it wasn't like there was loads of people listening to Grand Per Se but a lot of my friends would be bumping Jamie and Skepta and yeah. Face, Face FX that website he had I remember there was times where we'd just go home after school and watch these videos and just chat shit like and that's why that was like a moment and it was the same and as I got older and I got into college just after secondary school, I actually started to get into music and start looking for it properly. Yeah. Like, I started going, oh, 
these are the kind of sounds I like, like garagey. That's what I'd heard. That's um, 2010. It's funny because like I'm mad into garage, but I kind of skipped over dubstep. And Jack, yeah, he I didn't skip over dubstep. He bangs dubstep like, like, like Bengar, Koki. Um, yeah, Bengar. Um, Sick. All, all of those guys, all of those guys. Uh, scream. Yeah, scream, scream. Uh, Malar. All those guys. He's back mad in into, the day. He's mad, but that's what I'm saying. He's mad into those guys. And for me. I got more into the. Do you know when Mount Kimby? No, but see, that's that's that that's more like, you know, I mean, that's when it kind of went to EDM, like, and what's his yeah. name? Skrillex started grabbing it, but like, yeah, I didn't listen to it then. I listened to it when it was like um, subtracts and shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. There was that transition. Like 2010 was like was the time when I'd say I was most musically inspired by. Like that from 2010 to 2014, I was actively looking for music. But saying that, I was, I was like also, actively, I'm talking like, we had I would SoundCloud. have moments and days where we I'd had, sit down and search for music. We had SoundCloud and that's it. Like, we had SoundCloud, yeah, but that was it. That was the, but that saying was, that, that was really I, I was just deep on the internet. The I, would be, I would be going through blogs. I would be looking, I would like, you know what I mean? That'd be part of my day. That'd be part of my life. Different lifestyles. Right? Yeah, well, it's, it's time as well. It's like nowadays, unless like the, like, Searching for music isn't bringing necessarily bringing me as much value in the life that I'm currently living right now as it once did. That's nuts, you know. I don't know why I find it nuts. But I just find it nuts. What? What do you find nuts? I don't know. I well, it's like it's just the factor that you are a music and you are a producer. Mm. So yeah, like I just imagine like what i imagine of a producer is listening to basically all the sounds that you could possibly absorb that i do i do and do that then, i do do uh, that just keeping your own pocket mm. like you're not really trying to recreate a sound you can sample a sound mm. and do all of that weird type stuff but i just find it more understanding if you just were a musicologist, basically. The funny thing is, I am. And it, it's just very different because the way that I look at it, it's like before I was looking for, I was looking for new music, new, 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 new. Now that I've seen, I, I can see how music is and I'm always open. The beauty of it is I'm always open. And that's why I still keep on the, farm of the pulse of people like and while you'll still hear me sometimes here oh have you heard this person have you seen this project have you da, da, da. because my fingers on the pulse to an extent still i thought you were going to say because you keep to people like me that's why your fingers on the pulse no. but but we 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 both <laughs> most of our, a lot of our conversations are about music so we both show each that's other jokes, things yeah. that we know of course seen. but yeah so it's but but you're, my point is out there searching but my point is open to it's like oh i'm open to, to listening to someone like doja cat and i listen to it i yeah. i look at them as i look at artists as a whole now though <laughs> i look at artists as a whole so it's like i'll I still listen to the music and i'll see what yeah they're we're gonna actually it. have to have a real talk about this off uh, like just to, like because i feel like i understand now that it's just strategy more so than just um mm. sport i think that's what i've understood now 
it's just strategy mm. outside like because with me there's still like there's a little bit of strategy into it because i know what certain people are doing mm. but i still have the sport of like discovering a new song that somebody else hasn't heard before mm. I, I that's like, that's just, what i was on i was on just that. like i was on that hard i was ne- like i wanted next time i saw my friend I would be like, yeah, have you heard this? Have you heard yeah. this? Have you heard this? Have you heard this? Like 10 different songs. And yeah. I know that they're going to be like, what? Because that's what me, like, that's what me and my brothers do, like, mm. all the time. It's like, we make, like, to be fair, I just want to have fun music conversations or more, more than anything. Mm. So it's like, and it's the same thing with TV shows as well. It's like, if there's a great TV show, you need to listen to it. I don't need to listen to a great new music from a new artist. Mm. I don't find, like, I've already filled up my my plate with all of this music that I know mm. what the extras should be now to my life. So it's like I've like after I listened to Stevie Wonder, I understand like I've already understood like twenty years worth of music that um that I've listened to just in my life, and then I go back to Stevie Wonder and like he just wipes off all of that stuff, and it's like okay, so let like. And then, like, because I didn't want to listen to Michael Jackson, Stevie Wonder, mm. all of the old cats without buying their music. That was, like, one of my main things when I was a kid. Like, when I was, like, early in uni and stuff, I wouldn't listen to Michael Jackson because, like, that was back when the torrent days and all of that stuff in it. So I wouldn't mm. listen to Michael Jackson, wouldn't listen to Stevie Wonder, wouldn't listen to Nina Simone. So when Spotify came along and I heard all of them, it was like, shit. So this is real music. Mm. and then everything changed well that's what i'm saying that's why when i listen to it's the same thing when i listen to d'angelo i think from that point i started going back because yeah. when i was listening to electronic stuff i was going forward 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 but it's funny because the same thing that happened that, with yeah. dance music same thing that happened to selection is like like most people you're before you're in when whilst you're in that place of ex- obscurity you're experimenting you're figuring stuff out and that's where most of your most interesting stuff comes. And as you start to sort of leave that, it's like now a lot of the people in selection, they're making tunes for some of the biggest artists. They're making tunes for people like Chris Brown. They're making tunes for people like Drake, yeah. for for Rihanna and stuff like that. There's literally people within that SoundCloud community that are doing that shit now. Like that's their lives. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's And it's a different world. So it's like, now the climate's so different. And, and I don't think it's necessarily the climate's it, that's not necessarily why I'm, it, it contributes to it and it's a big reason of like but it's, the, it's also in, in conjunction with the fact that I've looked back I know now how everything beforehand has started to inform everything yeah. that I li- w- once was so interested in and also what's going to come after it so it's like now for me to be truly and deeply invested in a lot of the new sounds that are coming about I have to see how it's. It has to affect. It just has to affect me. You know. The only thing that's got better is hip hop. To be fair. Huh? I said the only thing that's gotten better is hip hop. Mm. Like nothing. Like there's like because I remember when I went back to listen to the message, and Grandmaster Flash and Furious Five and uh, Wu Tang Clan, which is obviously still one of the best, but like that was one out of like. You can name ten artists from that decade, and or ten artists group and groups from that decade, and that would be the only ten artists and um, mm. groups 
that were popping. And Wu Tang Clan wasn't even popping back then. Like, if we're going to be 100% real with it. And, uh, like, the only time hip hop got popping is in the 2000s. It's when, uh, Diddy had a hold of it and we were listening to Mace and it's like, um, you don't want to be a nasty girl? Wanna be a nasty girl? That, like, all of that tunes and it's like, I also think it's too easy to make music now as well. I think that also contributes to it. No, I don't even know whether it's too easy to make music. I just think a lot more shit mm. people think that they can get away with rubbish. Well, no, tunes. but the thing is they are getting away with it. That that's it's not even about thinking. That's why I say that it's too easy to make music because you can say it's about people thinking they can get away with making rubbish tunes, but the truth of the matter is they are getting away with making rubbish tunes. They're, There's they're getting loads away. of people getting away with it. And it's purely because now I don't know whether I want to have this conversation no, no, exactly no, 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 no. right now. No, I get you, I get you. But 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 I think that's why it's like it's because I have a whole thing about this and it's just ugh. I don't like because it's not classified as music. That's it, plain and simple. That's not music. Well, it does all the things that music does. It doesn't. It does. It doesn't. It does because tell me five artists from two years ago that were doing that thing and are still doing that thing. Name me, uh, name me yeah. all the artists that are doing it this year and we will not be talking about them in 2023. I promise uh, you. I completely I agree. I can bet a grand but, on it. But, but that doesn't mean it's not having an effect on the people that do make music. Excuse me? I am still listening to Sir Snow Allegra. I feel um, you. Lucky Day. I feel you. Like, is that I feel music you, my right point there? Is, my point is, that doesn't mean... That like, the when people, we're having that barbecues? The people, hold up. The people, <laughs> the people that are diluting it for other reasons and intents and purposes doesn't mean that they're not affecting it. Adversely. I don't even call it diluting fam. They're, they're doing what they like. Like I said, like there's this like mantle that's floating on top. Like the cream always rise to the top. You talk about the mantle, there's a sea, the ocean bed, and then you've got like the wavy stuff in the middle, the lava pit thing. That's the middle class of music with like the rubbish and shit. You feel mm-hmm. me? And that is what all of these people are doing. It's like kind of keeping the music industry afloat. And that's what's happening. The music industry is staying afloat by pumping up all of these artists. So that so people are actually making their salaries or getting ready to get paid efficiently because of these artists. So that they can carry on and wait for the actual next big thing. Because if these houses, or I should say banks, shut down, then, well, they can't shut down. The banks, the um, government will bail them out anyways. Mm -hmm. They're institutions. So, it's like, when we're really thinking about it, what's the guy, Lucian Grange? He owns basically the whole music industry. Mm -hmm. Well, like, we can't, like, discount the fact that he is like the sole proprietor like that's a that's a real monopoly right there mm. not even music industry someone owns the whole of rap basically mm. that's wild in my mind someone owns the whole of rap but imagine that one per that one person at the top of what's it called again what's that universal music group is that the one yeah yeah that one person there in or that one corporation owns all of these other entities mm. all these other little houses people gotta eat fam 
got to make payroll. Mm-hmm. And that's just the fact of the matter. Mm. That's why we've got ooh, all the artists that we have in London. And I don't even know if I want to name them, but that's why we got them guys. From, because people need to make payroll, really and truly. And that's that's not saying that that's not saying to me that it's music. But if I want to be nice and political about it, then mm. cool. Then that's music, but it's not. Yeah, because but, but, but when my point is, what's a what's a who's a good artist that came out recently from the UK? Because we spoke about a lot of American ones. There's definitely some we could talk about. Like, cause I like Samwise, I like A two. Yeah, all them guys. I what, like Octavian. Samwise's crew. Samwise brings. Yeah, some um, House of Pharaohs. Yeah, they're pretty. And uh, I like, uh, I like slow time. For the creativity, mm. I like understanding. Really hesitated on that. Was like, I like, ah. I like because ah. it's not it's not necessarily for his rappiness. The fact you. that he's representing a part of Britain yeah, yeah. that no one gets to see. Like he's representing that white guy in the middle of Britain that's part of the industrious part of the side of Britain where the jobs were ripped away from them, mm. and this generation's kind of dealing with that fall off still. Like their dad still being alcoholics, or, or mm. their um, parents coming back from the war, or like just having to deal with the pressures of even being like either what the best thing to do is either go into the military, well, it's not military, go into the army, or pick up a trade, or go to London where you're going to be battling with not just the white elite, but now the new black elite as well. Mm-hmm. And they've got like this mad, like this mad inferiority complex from not being from London or Manchester or Cardiff or like well not well yeah Cardiff or what's what's another place um Birmingham yeah you know what I mean Newcastle like the only thing that you can do is like get an, get an internship in Amsterdam or something come back. And see what you can do and boogie, like, because really, when you want to fight with the big dogs, you're gonna have to be built a certain type of way. As Slow Tire is telling me that he's built a certain type of way, mm. artistically, and like content wise, I haven't really absorbed him all the way. No, it's cool. It's really like what it is is his performances. You can see the way he performs on not just on a song. But the visual, yeah, like I wanna, I wanna rip all of that away because I've, I've always got that like seared into the back of my mind, which is great for one but part. How much of that is but him? how much of the content is him? Is yeah, yeah. Because no, I like, was, as Britain, I was saying, that's literally Britain and fashion and everything. Like it's all about the artsy stuff and like you know everything around mm. the clothes. But when you start looking at Britain, it's like really what we care about is being sartorially inclined and like the tailoring and the shoes land uh that's where all the great shoemakers are even funny fact is like in northampton mm. like that's where they are interesting like if you want to get great shoes you go to northampton and everyone that's sartorially inclined knows that but yeah if you want to get great suits you go to Savile Row. it's the exact same thing but yeah, so what is, like, does he have Savile Row level content in his bars? Like, is he mm. a Kano of Northampton or is he uh, just one of these new artsy dons? 
and that's the question that i'm asking myself really so when i say create because i can't take anything from creative creatively because to me that's amazing like visual like artistic director like if he does it by himself that's artistic director galore Mm. like i want that type of talent within my company or something Mm. but when it comes to an artist that runs the uk i'm asking for a little bit more than just cool videos Mm. and probably good great stage performances you feel me Mm -hmm. so i feel you it's interesting well yeah because uh with that we're sort of talking about the whole catalog thing in it and i think Music's in a weird place, and I think a lot of people now, more so than ever, are actually getting disillusioned with it, because even a lot of the bigger artists, we 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 was having a dis- another discussion yesterday about um, J. Cole and Dreamville. Yeah. And everything that's going on with, with, with them and the artists that is not just on their rosters, but him himself, J. Cole himself his legacy with him being ready to fall off because because I, I yeah think his new album called a fall off yeah i can't wait yeah because it's with me it's usually every other j cole album so well actually for you like forest, forest hill drive yeah i love forest hill drive i love but friday night like, lights you didn't like um i liked spawn no i didn't yeah. and i didn't really like kod yeah. i really just felt like he didn't understand us like he didn't come from the Kano perspective he came from the looking down perspective. He wasn't on mm. our level. Yeah. But I think, do you know what? He, he wasn't dealing with the pain that we were dealing with. To be with, fair, to he be humbled. Honest. I feel like he he slowly began to face up to that. And just from what I've seen him talk about, and even with just the way he sort of, I, I think him jumping into the kind of hits that he did and just some of the songs that he's worked on. I think he's shown he sort of humbled himself from that perspective and kind of yeah like uh his stuff on revenge of the dreamers like mm. it's more his pace right mm. and that is great it's like but when you talk about the new school or like just the me school which is like funny because i'm not really a part of it but i know that place it's like hard for me to listen to someone like j cole speak like that about some shit like that which is why when it comes to the fall off like i'm hoping this is going to be like a great album about just himself introspective black album type stuff and like really give it all at least that is my hope like i can't even say what he should or shouldn't do as an artist but like really i just want something great if this is going to be his last album yeah fam yeah yeah we'll see we'll see because like we'll see you can never know i i just think he's in like just as a creative like he's he's in a good place you know i mean he's he's done all that he really needs to do with his music he's got a great roster of artists underneath him has he not a great talent yeah i've gone no i mean has he done everything he needs to do Maybe not ever. Well, as as a as a in within rap, JRD Young Reason is so sick. Sorry, no, JRD is crazy. JRD is crazy. Have you listened to Reason? Reason. What is it? His album? No, have you listened to Reason? No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. What's Reason? Is it? Yeah, Reason's got a good album. Reason, oh no, Reason's an artist, yeah. But see, that's what I mean. I think. I think the new ones. Why I'm saying I think he's done 
he's I wouldn't say he's done like he's he's fin he's completely finished, but I don't think that's necessarily with him rapping is my point. Like yeah, I don't think like he's done everything he needs to do in rap. I think now it's just a case of he's got great artists to work with. It's how he, he those are his contributions. Now now it's a focus of contribution and and how he guides them and gives them great careers and I think through them he's going to be able to sort of further craft his own legacy and his message and, and everything like that and, that sounds and you can see great the, the, say, the way he's the way he's created something like Revenge of the Dreamers that's a big ass statement man no one else has done something like that no one else has given a genuine platform that's given a direct link and in there's to the to the point where there's people in those sessions asking for photos with him so you can tell those are people, those aren't like just, those aren't industry people that are coming in there. Those are people who are still on the come up, on the rise, who are trying to figure things out. And because they're making That was great a great music, business move. It's great. It's, it's, it, they're making great music. Of course, 100%, but there's a bit more than that because there's not an instant. See it as a business move. You see it as a business move. That's yeah, it is a business, business move. move. But I Because he doesn't know anyone he works for himself. He's like known for platinum, no features, all of that dumb stuff. But like when you start con when you start having people like um Monte Booker in your f in your phone book, that's a different level than Monte Booker being a fan of you or Monte Booker just wanting to work with you. It's like that's a that's you feel what I'm saying. It's like just a different level of connection when you as an executive producer of music, you're able to cr just pull in all of these great artists and you have you need someone with that magnetic I ability you, i get you but i think i think to but i think it is a little bit belittling of that to to because obviously it's a business move it's not belittling it's not that it's belittling, that's massive but, though but we like but my, I, f my I feel i feel is, like we shouldn't put emotion like yeah. there's certain things that i just say that it doesn't need emotion to it because that's that's like unemotionally when you just look at it mm. it's like you need you need he needs that like it's a mutual agreement mm. knowing that one person is obviously in a high station in their career mm -hmm. than another person but looking at it as an executive producer you just think you do need that person you just like you just need him sort mm -hmm. of thing so it's like what was the asset yeah yeah like and that's that's a good thing mm. And but, it's positive to have people belittle, like that's that. That's probably too strong of a word, but I mean, to take away, you don't want to take away, I, I don't think, how can I say this? I don't think it should be taken away from him, the fact that he is doing that. Okay, I yeah, I'm it, not trying to do It's still an that. investment. Because that, that's, obviously, yeah, people are going to, it is a business move in the sense that it's relation, it's a, the building of a relationship, but I think, yeah. If there's any way you're gonna build a relationship, it's bringing genuine value to the people that you're creating that relationship with, because that's an investment. There's not really anything Monte Booker, because he didn't even. The funny thing about it is Monte. Until Book, the other. Artists. None of Monte Booker's productions actually got onto the final album. That's cool. That's even better, fam. But that's what I'm saying. It's like that alone just shows that he's moving in the right direction. In terms and that of the way is he's a his... production move. Mm. As a business person. And an artist. And it's the funny thing. It's like, because I'm coming from that perspective, like actually being an artist in my own right and making my way in a weird type of way, but also 
understanding there's a business way that things have to be mm-hmm. and just having certain names in your phone book and like knowing that you can't f up this relationship or you gotta be cool with this person it's just part of the game there's gotta be a politics in that and like um that's kind of like the ba- the side that Ari Lennox was talking about when she was like oh I don't really like this and oh, I don't really like that and it's just too much hassle I just want to make music and all of that stuff that's cool Ari that's fine I'm Jayco I'm your boss or I'm your label head or whatnot I'm gonna do that for you but it's not I'm gonna politic that, because I'm think- gonna bully for you because you don't want to do that for yourself and that is the point of having a label really yeah, yeah. really like because when you, what it is the point it's it is what, the point but that's not necessarily not really. how it goes there's new there's more it's more nuanced than so that, ari lennox should know every event promoter in every no, because, city that she's because when she's complaining because... we don't know what exactly she's complaining about because because no no because okay because we if can it go was to the, the videos case, no, well actually i didn't know exactly what she said she, okay. she might have specifically been complaining about those things but if she's complaining about those things and that's what jaco should be doing so then he's not doing that it's a business thing it's like it's like when an artist is complaining about being tired of this whole touring and doing all like first of all Aaron Alex and summer walker have had great numbers and both of them are prone to complain just like early scissor was as well early scissor was prone not to complain but to just not put out music like i remember s and z and the massive gap between that and control so like because i like like we were talking about soundcloud before i was there for all of that i was there for scissor i was like z when she was talking about what's called and um believe she done teenage fever on z no not teenage fever um oh what's that name of that tune Oh, but yeah. Uh, if you could look it up for me quickly, um, I just see the chat link. Uh, but when you got artists that are complaining about stuff like that, it's a different level. Like you have to understand what this person is complaining about. This person here, and you gotta see that and say, okay, this kind of needs to be fixed. Mm. I, and but she did kind of fix herself she was just having a moment all of that stuff like because at the end of the day being a, a number one selling artist or a top selling artist is one unrelatable mm. and two it comes with a lot of stresses so and it could be overwhelming so you have to be able to handle that as a business person and him having the knowledge as an artist that's already done that and it's pretty much fed up with the industry as itself. Like, you know, you can hear J. Cole in his raps talk about, you know, he's not even in these Angie Martinez's interviews, like both of them, you just see that he's just fed up with it and he only just does those interviews. He doesn't really do anything else. And that is okay, and he done a documentary instead of doing any press. Like you didn't you see. Don't need to now, well, yeah. you don't need to, but it's not well, a great business move to. to not do press. It's not. No, of course, but but it's and it's not a great relationship move either, which can point to um 
you know, your point of saying <clears throat> he's only building relationships with people and artists that he cares about. But at the same time, you need that. There's going to be a time when you need these people. Not for yourself, maybe, because he's not building for himself no more. He's building for okay. a whole cast of artists. And even the way he treats these artists today is the way future artists are going to see him in the next couple of years. And if he's actually thinking as a label head, then he's going to want to find those artists or want those artists to find him. Mm. No, I agree. I know what you mean. Like Having the connections within those worlds is, is, can still be an important thing. Like, what do you think about it then? Like, because that's that's one of my main things. Like, knowing promoters now. Like, cause I was like, I get what you mean. I'm scared guy, of. I was. I was got, scared of London. This guy sport. has got so much currency within within the industry, and he and he clearly does currency within within what? the industry. Do you know him from anywhere? If like if he said, uh, so you would so you would just jump yeah, when he says jump. Basically, no, 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 not let's necessarily, say not necessarily. Okay, the thing then. is, he's got, he's got. Just because I know him doesn't mean no, that I know him from people, somewhere. He clearly has enough people behind him, and he's and he's he still clearly works alongside people like Jay. He, well, I don't know if he works. He with sells anymore, tickets, but that's it. Yeah, he sells tickets, and when he stops selling tickets, that's gonna be a different. To- that's gonna be a different conversation. I don't know though, because where he's working with all the people that he's working with now, and he's still making hits. And he's still working with the biggest artists. He's like Child's Play. This he, is a tune. He, he's had hits. He's had several this year, hasn't he? he? Had well, he had London, and what was the other one he had? He had a couple that done not necessarily hits from the uh, Revenge of the Dreamers, but I'm sure he was on another. He, like all the features. No, he's, that he's been, been, a, been on. on a plethora of features, features that yeah. like have. He hasn't banned. had his own hits. No, they yeah. murdered features ridiculously. Sort of push a T. I don't know what's up with him, man. They've just been going on a rampage. Like, everything Pusha makes nowadays, I just love it. It's just nuts. Like, and everything Griselda makes, I kind of love it as well. But, um... I don't know, man. I, I just feel like... Yeah, it's... It, I, I get what you mean. It, it kind of... It, it, it's important to an extent. But I don't know. There's just something in me that is... That just says, if you've got the power and the willingness to sort of forge a path for yourself using what you've built thus far and 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 at least making the attempt to set an example that all these sort of antiquated ways of 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 promote of promotion I wouldn't say necessarily antiquated but but ways of promoting like, such as the press and all these sort of interviews where they're going to ask questions that you don't really necessarily want to even go into or you in your soul you feel just doesn't correlate with with how you want to create and how you want to put it out there and how you hope people will receive it i think at least make an attempt to go to go beyond and past that can be a an important thing creating your own channels in which you connect with people and using things like documentaries and the internet and and the 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 people that you are working alongside to to sort of build that build that net and build that strong foundation to be able to build not just for yourself in the future but for the people that are now under him and he's helping grow i think it's an important thing to at least try and attempt that whether this to is a long term to, to attempt what he's doing now where he's trying to just focus on the interviews that he wants to do and the promotion that he actually wants to do that's speaking the most to his soul 
because clearly that's the reason why he's doing it. That sounds so gay. It does, it does. But like at the same time, but I, I don't know what you mean by that actually. Like what, it doesn't, what, what, what do you mean by that? It just, what, what do you mean? Like, it almost sounds like this is me playing devil's advocate. Advocate, here. I hate and I hate devil's advocate. Um, the devil doesn't need an advocate. So this is me playing counter, which is it almost sounds like he's ungrateful for the attention that he gets. Why? That's why it would, it would be. It can be considered ungrateful for the attention. Why? Because. There are people that want to speak to you and there are people that would love to probably have a conversation like he has with Angie Martinez, but he wouldn't even afford them the luxury to try. But how do you know that? Because when we're talking because about... Because really, he, like, you don't know, on the behind the scenes, he could be a little bit deverish in the way that it's like he just comes to the station, does interview and goes. And like... When you're doing a press run, yeah, like, well, the New York press run, which is, like, it's all within, like, um, a blocks and buildings of each other, um, from my understanding. Haven't been on a press run in, the U, um, U, in New York yet, but I know in the UK, they're pretty, it's pretty much like that as well. But, yeah, like, you have attention, and there are people other people who you should have relationships with at least fair relationships with or even fair weather relationships like and this come from someone who doesn't really like talking to people in general like and well not really don't really like talking to people but just doesn't have the standard type of conversation and in a certain type of way you hear someone talk about um I'm not going to do press or someone say normal interviews and think, okay, like, let's look at Big Sean. He doesn't do press or interviews. And how much does the public know about Big Sean now? Or how much does the public care about Big Sean in the way that he wants? J. Carr has been afforded an absolute luxury that's not afforded to many artists. We only see weekend mean? through a camera lens. What do you mean? What, what do you mean, mean he's been afforded a luxury? Like, he, one, he's already done all of that kind of scut work in the beginning. Mm. Right? And he's done all those type of interviews, but it's like he didn't build the relationships. Like, have, has J. Cole been on breakfast club uh yes he has so and the reason for not going back on breakfast club is for whatever reason like like i, I don't think that's any of our business is my point it's like th there's so many it's things so that you want like like that, that it can sound ungrateful for the attention yeah, but i don't think that matters I, I think I think how however you take it and his intentions okay you're talking about the biggest things. artist in the world let's talk about make it more local yeah, one yeah, of your eyes doesn't want to do interviews 
what would you say about Dare? Well, that's a different story. Dare a diva. Yeah, that is the point. That's a different story. But that, no, but you can't... But now it's... Okay, now let's talk about one of J. Cole's eyes. Just because J. Cole doesn't want to do interviews. Yeah. Does that mean that they shouldn't do interviews now? No, no, no. 100%. I'll tell you why. Okay, then. And I'll tell you why. It's 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 about... You, it's hard to say actually because it's hard to say it's hard to say look at the end of the day when you're trying to build your career you've always got to make sacrifices yeah and, and that's my main point I get it but he doesn't have to make those kind of sac- there's certain sa- okay no I'm not going to say that there's certain sacrifices that where J. Cole is now he doesn't have to make because there's things he's already done there's positions he's already in. And you can say it's seeming ungrateful, but if you've already done things to do whatever you need to do, because just as much as the press is helping him, they're also helping them. His name and him being on... Because uh, cause by the, uh, the last time I remember he was on Breakfast Club, he'd already been doing big things, big numbers. He already had albums. This was after, this was after Forest That's Hill Drive when I saw him. No, but what, oh, was it 2013, the last time he was on Breakfast yeah. Club? I feel like it was after Forest Hill Drive. He didn't have any hair. Um, 2013 was, wait, 2014 was Forest Hill Drive. 2014 was was Forest Hill Drive. Yeah. That's why I And this interview is... But but my point is, by that time, he had already been, he had already, um, he was like, like he was about, there there was, there was still, it's not like he's not adding anything to them by being on that interview. It, it's not necessary and th- that's not to say that he shouldn't show love probably if you asked him about them he probably wouldn't have anything bad to say but i think when you're at certain points in your life and career and there's certain there's certain things you're doing and there's certain things you want to focus on it's like sometimes there's th- sometimes in your life I-, I think everyone's wanted to do things in the way that they want you've got to live with the consequences if that puts you more further into obscurity than you once was or even more so than you was before uh even more so than you was before that's your own that's your own thing to deal with and you've got a battle with whether it's worth it or not i don't think it's a bad or good thing i just think you've got to live your own truth with those kind of things okay so and if it def and if it's def if, so if you in your heart of hearts feel like that thing is not adding to you and and you you're endeavoring to see if you can do it in a different way in a way that's more interesting for you and that's more authentic and that's more authentic for the people around you then why not give it a try it might not work but everything's everything's worth an experiment you know what i mean and i think as long as you're not talking bad on the people that you're working with i think things like that are always salvageable like especially if you're in the industry and and you're you're still working and you're just trying to do it in a different way i don't think there's any there's any anything bad about that is my point i guess i'm saying uh i should i don't think he should be seen as something as ungrateful just because he wants to do it in a way that he wants to do it because the documentary it was a it was a successful documentary and i think it was a self-serving documentary it wasn't journalism by any stretch of the imagination But but isn't it? St- but if we're talking about him going on these press runs because he's, it's it's something that he needs to do. Then isn't that still just as self-serving as as if no, him doing the documentary? Because journalism, one, journal ju- journalists have an agenda, and two, if the agenda is the truth or to find the true you, rather than 
the you that you want everybody to see. You know, me, look, listen, wait. Let me put it in this perspective. I'm an artist. I Like, one, I'm quite open with myself and all my shortcomings and all my long comings as well. Pause. But, <laughs> pause, 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 pause. What the fuck? But, uh, <laughs> I thought oh, that was going to be funny, but you know We need I mean. to censor that shit, bro. But, uh... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, let's move on. Um, but like, I'm all for you know telling your own story, preaching your own narrative, but that's not journalism. And this is just playing the counteractive on what people in the industry. Well, not even in the industry. Like, let's talk about just journalists, like real journalists, people that are that want this real story, that want the will come up that people that would like to help instead do of you, a, do you think those people are f- more far and few between than you than you think and are you talking about people who aren't necessarily people like the breakfast club the or real the, journalists or the um power of what is it um power what power 106 hot 96 hot 97 i mean so that, yeah uh are you talking about people aside from these there's, people there's the hip-hop journalists and then like there's like Rap Radar, Elliot Wilson, or Charlemagne, or Big Boy, and um, who's the who's a hot? Well, Charlemagne's only like um hard hitting one, like the in depth one, really. Out and like um, let me not try and break down the hip hop journalists right now. Yeah, but, but my point is, I'm I'm just talking about yes, those or not. Are you talking about people who? I'm talking about like just people that are interested in journalism, that are interested in another perspective of what J. Cole would want is, or someone who wants to explore him or explore the story from a different perspective. They won't be afforded that luxury because he wouldn't speak to them. Well, when do you say no, though? Because he can't speak to everyone. You don't need, well, because he did speak to someone. It's not that he didn't. He had a conversation. He had a conversation about what he was thinking. She asked him. She asked him a que- she, she asked him questions that a lot of people might want to know. And she, I can't remember exactly how de- in depth she went in on it. But I don't know what you expect because it, it, it's like you, the way you're talking is like there's this expectation. But that's what I'm saying. It's like he's. This is the thing with people with with people who are creating. Everyone's their own person. They have the openness to make their own decisions and and. And especially if you've put the work in and you've and you've made the sacrifices and the d- decisions already in a place that you're already at, I just I, d- I don't I think you you've got you, you've got the uh, I feel like you're well I'm just like I, I, I like I like wearing the defender creatives cape, but there's also the understanding of the business cape that like we have to not be so naive on and think that we are like bigger than the game because that's that's what like because there's a lot of arrogance in the bachelor that um that i'm realizing now and i just want to start getting away from that which is the only reason why i'm speaking like this is because like there's obviously this thing that i speak about on my website nytypical.net called the arrogance of the bachelor 
it's like one of my articles and it just speaks about how because we have a little bit of information or a lot of information at our disposal we think we can act in whatever way we see fit or we have the best critical analysis of all things but maybe we don't and that is really the point it's like maybe it's not the person that really likes you that you should be having a conversation with maybe it's a person that enjoys what you do but is trying to discover you again for the first time maybe it's that person not someone that makes that um has you feeling like they're your brother or child or sister or something that's really my point like i, I don't I, yeah i just don't want us to get arrogant in the way of our information though because in 2024 it's going to be all different I don't know. I get what you mean, and I do think that. Yeah, we can got, talk I, about I, this again. Oh yeah, I, f- I feel I feel like we we you have to do what you gotta do, but I also think. You know, you're you're still your own person, and I think. Every, I didn't say don't be your own person. Yeah, I yeah. just said, listen. Well, we don't know why he's maybe doing your it. We never will. The best way, so. We never will. We don't know what he's doing. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We don't know the, the exact relationships he's got. <laughs> this, yeah, this went on longer than I thought. That conversation went on longer than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But yeah, fam. It's good. Okay, sick. Well, thanks guys for tuning in. Um, this has been episode 19 of the Culture and Camaraderie podcast. 19. Almost at 20, bruh. Um, yeah, again, please uh, like and subscribe. Uh, follow us on all the channels at camarad- Camaraderie Pod. So that's C A. Well, if you don't know how to spell camaraderie, come on, man. You need to just get Google out. I ain't going <laughs> to sit here doing it for you every episode. Anyway, <laughs> at Camaraderie Pod. Um, this is Tyler Lax, Lax Era, L A X underscore E R A, and Damadici. NY Typical. <laughs> <laughs> NY Typical Style, NY Typical Space. All of that. Yeah, get his new book that is out. Yes, on November 20th. Yes, thank you. It's red, still pre-orders going? Yeah, pre-orders are going. Pre-orders are going. It's a bit going. It's a bit mud. <laughs> yeah, so I love sure the love. Order that up. Um, and remember, me and the Sounds of Sway Collective have an event on the 20th of November. So if you've gotten this far, thank you so much. Um, but yeah, 20th of November, uh, King's Head Members Club. Uh, get your asses down. People like Elzo, Lolash, uh, Komakamo, Apollinaire, Anton Joseph. Tate Imogen, Bakari, and myself on the decks, and your man Damadici hosting. Please roll through. Go, go, go. Show some love. Um, but till then, peace, blessings, and salutations. This is the culture.